My name is Mark Brooks. I'm the host of Yuma Lumber Company's podcast. Welcome back. Today, our first episode will consist of a few questions and comments we've received from uh, some of our current listeners. And uh, we will be doing a interview with one of my primary vendor specialists. But first of all, before we start, I'm going to go ahead and uh, bring in our first question of the day, which is from a Mr. Jeremy Dillman. So, Jeremy, here's your question. Hey, Mark. Jeremy here. What was the largest project that your company has ever supplied for? And my second question is, do you have any funny memories from working alongside contractors? Thanks. Have a good day. Well, Jeremy, thank you for listening to my podcast, and thank you for the questions. Well, the first question is a, a very difficult question. I found the second one to be easy to answer because humor is always easy, an easy thing to remember. But uh, with 25 years plus of experience and being in the uh, building industry, uh, most of my involvement with uh, are with the general developers that are building subdivisions. So yeah, in these subdivisions, there'll be as many as, as 600, 500 homes, 128 homes. And uh, these projects are quite large. But I'm looking at it from the standpoint of uh, commercial, I think of the Suncrest project on uh, 16th Street and Avenue C, which is a bunch of office complexes. Uh, I think of the uh, the ERA building, the big two-story building where they tore down the old old trails, uh, steakhouse and bowling alley, and they built those uh, offices uh, there. Though that was a pretty uh, pretty significant size building. But anyway, but uh, I deal with uh, new construction and uh, subdivisions and development, and uh, and like I say, uh, we always have at least uh, anywhere from 75 to 100 homes that are being built in each development uh, yearly. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's sometimes challenging uh, getting project uh, product, but uh, uh, but thank you for the question. I, I just wish there was one that would stick out, you know, I built like the New York skyscraper or something like that, but uh, no, uh, uh, I'm involved with many, many developments and uh, and coordinating uh, materials for these developments uh, all the way from the, the ground up. Uh, your second question is, is a quite easy question to answer. Um, one of the funniest memories I've ever had was, uh, with, was with a structural engineer. At that time, I was employed by the Southwest Lumber Companies, and I, I remember this question from this uh, gentleman, good friend of mine, and and I, I think he'll be okay with me sharing this today. But anyway, uh, you know, most of our walls, our residential walls, are are eight foot high, and uh, and so everybody knows that stud length. That stud length is uh, is ninety two and a quarter, and uh, this particular gentleman, this structural engineer, was was. Uh, was getting ready to to build a house and 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 at that time there wasn't a lot of homes with nine foot ceilings and uh and you know how structural engineers are they they sit there and they put all the numbers together and they're trying to figure out uh, numbers and uh and and come up with a measurement for these particular uh studs so anyway the guy called me it was in the morning he says hey mark 
Mark, man, hey, uh, man, I've been up all night and I'm going to build this house. It's nine foot. And I, I, I just, we're out here. We're trying to work out the, I'm trying to cut the studs. I've got to get the studs ready for my guys to start framing. And man, I, 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 I've just worked the math and I worked the math and I just can't figure out how long to make them. So I said, uh, well, I'm, I'm going to use this name. His name's Nausea. And I said, Nausea, think about it, buddy. Think about it. Hey, what size do we use every day? Yeah, he goes, oh, okay, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Oh, 92 and a quarter, 92 and a quarter. Well, Naja, can you add 12 inches to 92 and a quarter? Oh, 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 I'm not going to say what he said. He said, oh, shh. And that was it. He says, oh, 104 and a quarter. He says, man, I've been laying up all night, and I'm going to get going. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, and Jeremy, I, I, I thank you for the question. It, it was a good question, and... Uh, and it, it makes life uh, fun saying, uh, commenting on some of the uh, funny things that happen in construction. So uh, anyway, I'm going to go ahead and put up the second question or the second comment I have from one of my listeners. And uh, and here it goes. It's from a, another good friend of mine. Uh, I'm just hey, going to go ahead and play Mark. it. This is Carlos. Hey, I just want to congratulate you for your new... Uh, podcast. I hope you continue doing this uh, more often. It was a very good introduction. Stay safe. And uh, I hope everything works for you. Talk to you later, Mark. Have a great day. This is Carlos again. Carlos, thank you for the kind words. Yes, yes. I do need motivations. Uh, being busy sometimes with all the uh, all the activities, uh, uh, I, I don't follow through with things I need to do. So here I am today, this day, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, interview my first candidate, my first good big buddy. I'm going to go ahead and do that VIA cell phone. The reason why we're going to do that uh, by cell phone is because of uh, the COVID thing going on COVID-19 going on and uh, it's just a lot easier and a lot safer for for all parties involved so I'm going to go ahead and uh and mute my mic I'm going to go ahead and just play a little bit of uh music Mark hey good morning Mike how are you today how are things going there with good. you doing well Mark doing good good well, you know what? You're going to be my first interview here on my podcast. Uh, first of all, I'm going to go ahead and ask you to introduce yourself, uh, who you are and who you work for. Okay. My name is Mike and I work for Capital Lumber in Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. And how long have you been working for Capital Lumber? Mark, I've been employed with Capital for 41 years. Wow. 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 Now, what made you... Want to go to work for Capital? What uh, what interested you in? Uh... At, well, you know, I uh, actually I started at Capital right out of high school. When I was a senior, uh, our class um, it was an ICE program where they asked us if, if anybody wanted a job, and Capital just happened to come up, and the guy sitting next to me was working for Capital already part time, and he said, uh, I asked him if it's a good place to work for, he said, yes. So I raised my hand. And so this day I've still been there all these years. Hmm, so you started in high school. Hmm. Now tell me a little Correct. bit, tell me about a uh, little bit of the, uh, the road that you, you've taken at uh, Capital Lumber with what you've done. Uh, well, believe it or not, I, uh, I started there as a cleanup kid 
picking up the blocks and trash and uh, going in the office and dumping waste baskets and all that, all the way uh, all the way to the president uh, doing all that stuff. And uh, but I luckily I had some guys show me the ropes early, so I uh, became a full driver and uh, and actually I I got to Capital I started working at Capital before I got married even, which was kind of cool. And then the uh, uh, I loaded trucks, uh, build orders, loaded trucks, and then I finally got to go work in the back in the shipping and fitting department. And then I became a home center rep for two years. And then, uh, then eventually I moved on to sales and getting territories and going to Vegas, uh, Phoenix, and Tucson markets. Okay. Now you say you you're, you sell. Now what type of products uh, do you sell at Capital Products? So what do you? Well, what, as, as time has evolved over the years. Uh, originally, Capital was, was very heavy into redwood and cedar. Um, as time goes on, you have to start getting into different product lines to be going to be successful. You cannot stay uh, in one spot. So as time went on, we did redwood and cedar, and then we did that for a long time, and then uh, we created a building material side that they were doing a lot of the dust furs and the um, lands and eye joints and stuff like that. So we combined both sides, and by doing that, it enabled us to provide a better service for our customers because of our because of the product line, you can get specialty products, like in Redwood and the Concomitants and the Sea Grades, and you can get pattern stock, whether it be white furs and, and uh, pine or cedar. Um, but we did that, you know, even railroad ties, and we got to the Trex products. So LP products, we do all the siding, the panel product or lap siding. So there's quite a bit of different items there at Capital, but by merging the two sides, um, we send out quite a bit of material statewide and uh, even to other states. Okay, you talked a little bit about uh, some some of the products. So uh, what what would be one of your number one products that uh, you particularly sell or distribute? Uh, to the locals, at least in Yuma Lumber's type of in the, uh, in the, business. Yeah, in the Yuma Lumber market, there is a lot of it meaning the building materials between dimension and dust fur, uh, timbers, uh, big sizes, you know, 12 by 12, 10 by 10, you can name it, and the blue um, lamps, which we do quite a bit of with Yuma Lumber, and uh, uh, framing material, studs. Uh, most of the building materials, the new market does have a lot of special stuff there, but we don't do any stuff. Um, but pattern stock, plywood, like the uh, C111, uh, CD, uh, pretty much most of the building, the framing material that goes up the building is the, the, the housing. Could you tell me uh, one thing that uh, both you and Capital Lumber pride themselves on or sure. with? Service, service, yes. Yeah. Service with us, service. Uh, it's kind of funny. I just had that conversation with somebody yesterday. Um, I was talking to him, and, and uh, I told him, uh, and he was actually a, a contractor came by our office, and I told him, I said, you know, we know that we're not always the cheapest, but lately, a lot of times, it's who can get them the product the fastest, who can get them the the buy material, the timber material, or the, the eye joints to go with it, the blue lamps to go with it, can you buff it, can you soft size it? 
they like to get it all at one time. They don't want to like buying it from multiple sources. They want to get it off of one source, which we do quite well. So, so I would say service is our big thing. Since we run three times a week to Yuma. So people can start a project and if they come up short, they can go see Mark and say, hey, you know what, can we get this here? And like, yeah, it'll be here on a Monday or a Wednesday or a Friday, especially for weekend projects. So service, I would say, is our big, biggest thing. Okay. Um, with service and with products, uh, where have you seen the industry change in the in the last years, and where do you think it's going uh, in your in your with your your wisdom? Where would you uh, see the products evolving to? Uh, you know, Mark, as you know, working in the yard for uh, for fifteen years and then being in the office, then you see a lot of changes with the product line. Before it used to be. Everything was wood. So you were able to work with wood and you had people, carpenters out there and stuff. And, um, but as time goes on, it's hard to get the, the, uh, the quality of the stuff for like three, 30 years ago. So it's changing. So for instance, like saunas, we used to do the products for the, with people who were making sauna, you know, the, it's like a three, eight, five, four lap that goes around the jacuzzi. It was all wood. And, Eventually, they got to the point where the wood wasn't good for them. It was splitting too much. So now, it's rare that you get them in wood now. It's all a composite. So with composites, you know, there's very little downfall. It, they last, you know, a very long time. And that's why we went with, like, the Trex product. You know, it's a new one of the deck. You can get the railing. Um, it, it, you can get it in colors. So... As time goes on, there's different products that keep coming out that you have to stay ahead of the game and keep keep moving. You can't get stuck with the the stuff that worked in the past. It just doesn't seem to cut it anymore. That's why you, you have to stay ahead of the game. And we do have marketing guys uh, with us that they're always out there looking for new items just to just to make sure that we're aware of them and if they will work and we can apply it to what we do here in Arizona. Uh, it's so hot and, and uh, the you know marketing. You got the same temperature we do. Uh, the heat just tends to, you know, keep the damage to the lumber after a while. So that's what you have to do. You have to keep evolving. Like I said, with a like a Trex product, that, that uh, it, it holds up pretty well. So there's been a little bit of evolution from true wood to what you call a comp- composite product, which is uh, you want to explain to those listeners out there that may not know what a composite product is uh, for us, please. Sure. Well, true wood normally is used like a fiber, but it's a wood product. Ours, what we don't do true wood, the competitor does true wood, we do LP Smart Size, which is made out of a, it's an OSB, it's a virgin OSB product. And what we mean by that, it's not, it's not a recycled one. They use it, they make it from straight fibers that hasn't been out in the woods and, I mean, excuse me, out in, uh, made into dimension and been chopped up. It's all new. So we do LP Smart Size. It's an OSB back. And it has a cedar overlay on it that it has a cedar texture or it could have an eight-inch strong groove that takes the place of T111. T111 in wood has a tendency to buckle a little bit or maybe flake a little bit. Uh, smart size doesn't do that. The Gorilla Date doesn't. It's probably like a Gorilla Blue that they use in the, uh, uh, the material to help bind it together. Holds it very well. You can get rained on and it does not change. So it, it holds up very, very well. 
And you can get that in panels. You can get that in, in the left side of the school's horizontal side of the wall. And it just, you just paint it. The only requirement is to paint it. Yeah, you do have to do that. And it will get a 15-year warranty on it. So it's a pretty good product. Um, but as far as that goes, that's actually a wood-based product. But the Trex product is a, it's a, uh, like a plastic and sawdust combined. They melt them together and then it's extruded it, it out and then they, they put a cedar texture on it to give it a look like of a, a wood grain deck that you normally would build in a back, backyard or, or patio. That has, doesn't really do it. It does expand the track a little bit because of the heat, but most of the time, uh, it stays pretty flat and it builds up well and looks really nice. I will say this though, if anybody ever puts up, uh, and you may have seen this, a uh, little side note on plastic. Because it, it expands and contracts, if you ever see lattice panels that go on the side of a uh, building, people put them up and they tend to buckle. Whenever you use plastic, you have to make sure you do a pilot hole through it. If you don't, if you try to uh, screw it down tight, when it expands, it'll buckle out. So you have to drill a pilot hole, then you put it uh, wherever you're going to weld on the wall. And when it does expand, it has room to move. If you don't do that, you'll see them buckle. I mean, that's, that's one thing about composites you have to be aware of. Okay, uh, that's a good bit of information about the composite products. Um, are there any major challenges that uh, your particular industry, your, you as a supplier, are facing right now, uh, today? Yes. Yes, we are. Pretty much every wholesaler is going through this right now in the middle. Uh, it's being able to get the supply being able to get the supply that we can get it. We have one item, especially right now, that uh, we've been out for like two months. And it's a very good product for us. And we, you know, it sells very well. A lot of people use it. And uh, it's a TNG, it's a Viper TNG product, which is one by six. And it goes up under the soffit of the, the home drive. And a lot of times the back patio, they'll put it up on the roof. And you can see it flip up. And uh, it's very difficult to get that right now. But that is with all of our product lines. The ship days are taking longer. Um, really don't know why. We haven't been told. They're saying they can't get the logs or they just can't get the supplies. Because right now, it's going through the roof. Everybody wants stuff right now. So we do have several product lines that are, that are extended times out. It could be four weeks uh, or even three months. So there is, there is an issue right now to get a supply right now because there's a lot of demand. So if you want something, uh, I would suggest just put it on order uh, and just give us a little time to get it to you. Okay, so uh, major demand supply problem. Uh, what would you say as for uh, pricing? Uh, you know, there's tell, tell, tell me a little bit about uh, what that's happened with pricing uh, in the past year. Well, Pricing, as, as most of us all know, has gone through the roof. It's, uh, it's pretty much double or even a little bit higher than that. Uh, some items are starting to come down. Some are staying flat. Some of the sightings, the sightings are the 4 by 8 sheets, so the OSB is staying flat. Uh, but the uh, dimension starting to come down. It's starting to, uh, get, I wouldn't say get back to normal pricing. The, the normal price is normal. Was a lot older than it is now, but it's getting closer to that. But I don't know if that's because some of the 
feelings have slowed down and maybe people are a little edgy and just kind of seeing what the new year brings us. So maybe people are just taking a break, which is causing that effect of, uh, of the pricing dropping. They're just holding off. And, and Tennessee, that has a tendency to scare some of the wholesale yards to thinking that maybe we should lower our price just to move products and we don't end up with it at the end of the year. So it, it's a, it's a tax 22 type of thing on pricing. Uh, we don't, nobody really knows where, where it's going. We just know it is coming off compared to the beginning of the year versus the end of the year. Well, if you had any wisdom for me as the host, what would you uh, want to, what, what, what to tell me uh, maybe as for projections, things coming up uh, and uh, with building materials and supply and, and, new products and evolution of products is there anything in particular you would you really would like to kind of highlight as your final thought you know mark i uh, i have a customer that tells me his phrase that he uses to me all the time and when i discuss this with him is that he holds his hands close to his chest he doesn't want to reach out yet and start buying that he's a little nervous i would look at your history and see what you've done in the past and if you see it starting to decline, then you just adjust, which I'm sure this one is going to adjust to your inventory levels, what you think you're going to need. And I also, I would just stick with what you have currently on the, on the book that you have to have, because there is some jobs out there that you have to have. And then there's some jobs you may get. I wouldn't bank on the may get yet because that's, we don't know it. I would say not until January. And uh, I had, a, you know, my own personal feeling that if the market was going to start doing something around October, this is this is the path that needs to come up. But I would stick with what you have, and uh, you know, capital tries to supply you with everything you need with all our customers. What we do, we still try to bring in product. We have to continue to bring in product uh, just in case it does take off again. So being a wholesaler, we have to look at it that way. But that's what I would do if I was you. I would just stay close to the chest of what you have. That way you don't um, take a bath in it, you know, start moving some products that you have to be doing that already. But that's all I was going to say about that. It's, it's a guessing game still. So you feel like uh, lumber's always going to be a necessity in the building, with building homes and the building industry is not going to involve it to a, a, a product of substitute. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because, see, there's still thousands of houses out there that need to be remodeled because we do have a customer that was several here in the valley that they do a lot of remodels and they're always buying some of the specialty track products like the cedars and the, the patch stuff, the TNGs and the laps because that's what they put on it before. That is another avenue if one part of your business can start to decline, you can get involved in, in the remodel part if you had a builder that did that because there's thousands of houses that, that could use a new patio or a new shed, uh, new space are put up or trim, they want to redo it. Um, but that's that's something that's always going to be there. I don't see that going away in, in our lifetime. It's going to be about a while. In a sense, there's still thousands of houses out there that people split the houses and they want to have it done. And you, you supply them with like roofing and, and drywall and uh, stucco and all that stuff. So I see, I, I see that going away. 
What about uh, what's, what's your thoughts with the independent yards? I know you, we always hear rumors there are fewer and fewer independent yards, and everything's going to all so-called the big box stores. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, well, do you think they're they're going to survive and they're going to stay out there? They're going to be there. Yes, I still, and that goes back to what I was just saying about remodeling independent yards. They have like a, a knack for that. Sometimes somebody will come in here and they'll say, "Mark, there's this." You know what? I need to do this house over here. They want me to remodel the corner rooms and convert it off. Those are things that an independent yard can capitalize on because it's more of a in touch type um, relationship with the builder, which you can do with a contractor. And if they want to put up a patio or replace a patio, that is more of a hands on thing that I think independent can do for that. But I was saying we have some people here that do that already. Um, they do quite well with that too. And uh, it, it's uh, it's actually a pretty good business if you can get into that. And there's things that you can do with that, with those people that I think that were uh, independent itself. Okay. Uh, ranking products. What would you say would be your number one product sell that you have with your company, Capital Lumber? Number one product? That is a good question. Uh, I well, I really, I think they're all pretty much things that we, we do well with pretty much all of them. I mean, uh, Trek is a good product, very good product. Smart side is a very good product. And I guess let me clarify a little better. If you're looking at a good product, you're looking at something for longevity of it, how well it works for you, something that you don't have to mess with 10 years down the road. So if you look at a, a uh, Trex product, you can... You install that, that's 10 years down the road. It's still there. Pretty much with the same as when you put it down. You know, you'll get some fading with it, but it's a longevity type product that you see. That, with my smart side, as a 50 year warranty, that doesn't rot. That doesn't uh, turn my stone, eat it. You can leave it out in the ring. It doesn't, doesn't change. It doesn't absorb water. That's the, the 10 year uh, longevity rate that gets high with that. Versus, now you're talking Blueland. Well, a lot of those are going to be covered up, but you don't see it. So, brand new material that, that you have there, your 2x4, 2x6, you frame it up, you don't really see it. But it's still a good product. I'm not saying it's a bad product, it's still a good product. But so if you, you have to classify them differently. You have the Trex products, which I like, because that looks really nice. LP is, is, is up there. Boolands are up there. iJoyce are up there. Uh, LDL is up there. And it just depends what you do with it. So, so for me, I think those are all, they're all great products. We try to call, we classify them eight items, but we have several eight items products. So looking out to the future, uh, what do you see for Capital Lumber um, and for Mike? Uh, well, I am getting up there in age, so I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah I, I i that was one of the reasons why i did put together the podcast because a lot of my old good buddies my what i what were called reps before now i call them vendor specialists because they're you guys are so key in making uh our businesses successful you know we can't go out to all these trade shows and we don't you know we just don't know about all the new products that are out there because products do evolve and they do change and it uh and we're, we're always asked questions about uh, what do you see 
is happening with uh, with the building industry, and are we now going to go from wood studs to metal studs to you know what what are we going what's going to happen with uh, with the mm-hmm. price of materials going up? But uh, anyway, it's good to know that uh, Capital is a well grounded company. I, I know they're very essential in what uh, we do here in Yuma. Uh, you said service was real, real important, and yeah, you guys are here three times a week, and it really is a blessing for our operation to have you here. Again, Mike, uh, I thank you for taking the time on a Saturday morning and, and visiting a little bit with me. If there's anything else that we've missed here, I'm going to go ahead and give you one or two minutes here to give a final thought. Uh, and uh, uh, for You know, Mark, I was going to say that the, uh, you have a very good point there. The, the vendors that you deal with, and, and I know some of them, uh, that is one of our, it's not only just our job, you get to know your customers and you get to know them pretty well, what they do, what they like. And it's more of a relationship that you build as a center customer relationship. Those are, are very strong with me. I try to, uh, one of my phrases that I always ask, if you call me up and said, hey, you know, I got somebody who wants 10 to my board. One of the things I always ask is, what are they doing with Because it helps me to understand what not only you, but what the customer wants. And then I can tell what I feel will work. You know, sometimes people will call up and don't want to put just don't turn down for flip stock, not treated. You can't do that. You have to put flip stock down. So it helps me to know what it's for, that I can tell them what I feel is the correct thing to use. And then it will be up to them if they want to do it or not. But like with the distributed centers that you deal with, we all are in the same boat. We all are there to try to help you take care of the customer, the end user, to make sure everything goes well. There's no failure. Uh, make sure that the blue lamb will hold the weight on that load that they're trying to carry. Because uh, we can't tell you something that's not going to work. I won't do it. it it's, not, it's, not, uh, it's not right. You know, so... All the all the vendors that you deal with, I believe that they all try to give you as much of their expertise as possible, and I think that's a good vendor relationship. Yes, and definitely, vendor relationships are very very important. And you not only are you uh, a important vendor, but you are a great person. You're you're a good man to know and a, a good friend. And I appreciate you, and I appreciate all your staff at uh, Capital Lumber, and uh, hopefully. Uh, this records well, and we do well with this uh, this podcast interview. If not, we'll have to do a retake. So, Mike, uh, have a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks, Mark. Bye-bye. Bye. Again, I want to thank Mike Tristan from Capital Lumber uh, with uh, sharing his insight uh, on his products and a little bit about the industry. Thank you again, Mike. Bye.